Good morning, world. Hello, everyone, everywhere. It's Pastor Robert Thibodeau here. Welcome to Prayer 2021 for today, January 29th, sponsored by podcastforchrist.com. If you have a Christian podcast or you're looking to start a podcast, go over to podcastersforchrist.com. Take a look around. A lot of free resources there as we work together to help you get the word out. Amen. Today is Prayer 2021 for January 29th, and we are doing this every single morning, 5 a.m. Eastern Time, live streaming on Facebook, on YouTube, doing a recording for the podcast, just to help you go into a deep dive all year long. 2021 is the year of prayer. And if there's ever been a need for a year of prayer, it is this year. Amen. Glory to God. The scripture for today is Acts 3, verse 1. One day, Peter and John were going up to the temple at the time of prayer at three in the afternoon. Let's go to the Lord with a word of prayer as we start today's study. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for a time of prayer. We thank you that we can set set aside a time every single day to pray to the most high God, creator of all things, and we can know that you hear our prayers. Jesus himself established this line of communication called prayer between ourselves and the throne room of heaven. Glory to the Most High God. Father, we pray that this day and every day this year, your people, called by your name, will humble themselves, pray, and seek your face. Oh, Father, we just thank you for the opportunity to pray to you and that you hear our prayers, that we receive the answers to our prayers, so that we can do more work for you in this kingdom, on this earth, that the will of God would always be accomplished on earth as it is in heaven. And to you, Father, we give all honor, glory, and praise in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Glory to God. Today's topic I call Pray for Those You Meet, or Pray for Others That You Meet. I remember way back when I was in Bible school at Jerry Savelle Ministries, and uh, is it Bible Institute, School of World Evangelism? This is back in the late 1990s. One of the requirements was that the students had to witness to people and pray for people. Go figure, that would be something you'd want to learn how to do if you're going to be in the ministry, right? Well, we were also to keep a record of that and turn it in every week to receive credit. Uh, if I remember correctly, we needed, I think, three such instances each week. Uh, I'm, anyway, I'm not positive on that, so don't hold me to it, but it was more than one anyway, amen? And I just made it a point to look for people that needed physical healing. And truth be told, they are all around us all the time. Just look at how many people are in wheelchairs or walkers or canes as you go through the grocery store. Or they, they may not be in wheelchairs today, they'd be using those little carts, right? Well, back then, they didn't have those little carts everywhere like they do today. So I would look for people in wheelchairs. And I would not interrupt their shopping or anything like that. But if they were sitting outside, and they were probably out there having a cigarette or something because they could do that back then, I'd zero in on them. And my wife, she could see it when it was about to happen. I mean, she, we'd be with me, she'd be with me as we're walking across the parking lot to go into the store, and I'd see someone sitting over off to the side in a wheelchair, and I'd just pivot. And off I go. And she just shake her head. Here we go again. Right? <laughs> but I was on fire for God. I'm still on fire for God. Not in that way anymore. But, you know, I was on fire. Amen. And I was just excited to see what God was going to do. 
So she just stepped back, and you know, because I'd make that pivot and go and witness, glory to God. And I'd walk up and say something to the effect of, excuse me, as I was walking by, the Holy Spirit of God urged me to come over here and ask you if there was something that I could pray with you about. I wouldn't say they're healing. I wouldn't say what it was. Every person typically had a different answer, but they'd fall in certain categories, put it like that. And I would say eight out of ten people would look up and say, yeah, sure. And then, you know, they'd tell me what it was they'd like me to pray for. Sometimes it was their health. Sometimes it was for insurance. Sometimes it was for their family or a loved one with their family or, or for finances. It, you know, the, the requests were varied. But I was there to pray for them and whatever their request was. And that's what we are reading today from Scripture. Peter and John walk into the temple. And they're going there to pray, and they see this man at the gate. He's been there a long time. He's got his own little spot in the dirt right there. He's been there so long. And they've seen him on several occasions. He's not new to town. But this day, something's different. Something about this man is different. Something about Peter and John is different too. Amen? And they sensed God was about to do something. They didn't know what it was. But they knew in their spirit, just like Simeon and Anna did as we studied a few days ago about when Jesus was being dedicated in the temple, they just knew something was there. And you know, that they walked in and to do whatever God wanted them to do. Well, as Peter and John were walking up to the gate area, here's this beggar man. He's doing what he did every single day, begging for alms, begging for dollars. Peter and John didn't have any extra money on them. But when the beggar looked into their eyes, he looked up, and he the Bible says he looked expecting. Think about that word, expecting. It was like the Holy Spirit had prompted this man to identify these two strangers out of the crowd. It was like the Holy Spirit had told him, he probably didn't know it was the Holy Spirit at this time, but he sensed that these two men were going to bless him with a tremendous gift that day. Because the Bible says he looked up at them expectantly. He was expecting something from them. Most preachers will say, oh, they, he was expecting them to give him some money. That's what he was expecting. But that could very well be the truth. But let's look at it from this angle for a moment because it makes a lot more sense. Just listen to me. Hear me out. He's expecting. And Peter and John can see expectation in his eyes. That's what the Bible says. And then you know the rest of the story. You know, Peter says, silver and gold, we have none, but what we do have, we give you in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, Nazareth, which this man must have heard about, or he would not have activated that faith on the inside of him. And it, Peter said, get up and walk, praise God. But notice, Peter and John did not just pray for him and then walk inside. No, they didn't say, you know, he's looking there, the expectant he is expecting God to move that's the look on his face Peter and John see that that expectancy the Holy Spirit's presence is there and he's you know in their mind he's expecting money and in his mind he may very well have been expecting money it says silver and gold we have none but what we do have we give you in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth and this guy's thinking ooh Jesus is that healing guy that they killed a little while back in his name they're praying this. And he says, get up and walk. 
Bye. And then they walk inside. No. Peter reached down. John reached down. They grabbed his arms. They assisted him to do what he could not do. Think about that statement. They assisted him to do what he could not do. And the Bible says they grabbed his arm and yanked him up to a standing position. And as they did so, his ankles were strengthened and let go of him. And he was walking on his own. He was jumping up and down and running all around. Now, these are all things he had never done before. He was lame from birth in both feet, never walked or jumped or any of that before. Well, the point I want to make, I can go on preaching on this for an hour. <laughs> but the point I'm trying to make in this segment is Peter and John were willing to pray for someone they did not know, but had just met in the street. Mm, don't shout me down when I'm preaching good there, guys. You need to be the same way. You need to be led by the Holy Spirit, and if he urges you, prompts you to walk up to some stranger on the street and just ask if you can pray. You don't want to walk up and, you know, they're, they're standing outside Walmart or wherever. You don't want to walk up and say, hey, and they turn around, you lay hands on, bam, in the name of Jesus, I cast this sickness out of you. One, you're probably going to get decked. I know that's what happened. You, know, you just don't want to do that, right? But two, you ask. Because remember I said like eight out of ten people back then would agree to it. There's those two that said, no thank you. Or I don't believe in that stuff and turn around and walk away. All right. You know, that's between them and God. I was making myself available to God. They're the ones that rejected God. They didn't reject me. They rejected God. All right. So don't let that trouble you. But if he urges you to walk up to someone and ask to pray, just ask them, can I pray for you? And they say, yes, do it. Don't be embarrassed. What is the worst thing that can happen is you walk up and ask you can pray. The person says, no, thank you. That's it. And like I said, it's happened to me many times. It's no big deal. Just tell them, okay, well, have a blessed day and walk on. But if eight out of ten say, sure, let's pray, then pray, glory to God. Ask them what they would like prayer for and then pray for that. Don't go off into a long five-minute dissertation on, on all the Greek words and harmonics and thumenutics and stinky nudics and all that other stuff, right? If they say, yeah, my back's really been bothering me, pray. 10, 15 seconds. Boom. Done. That's it. Just don't go into this long thing making a spectacle, making everybody in the parking lot look at you and these people walk in to get their prescriptions filled. You're praying for this dude. When they walk out 20 minutes later, you're still praying for this dude. No. Ask if you can pray for them. They say yes. Ask what it's about. That's the only thing you need to pray for. You know, you don't need, if they say pray, you know, my, my knee's been hurting lately and I, you know, it's hard for me to walk. Pray for their knee. Don't pray for their back. Don't pray for their wife. Don't pray for their kids to get born again, come into the kingdom of God. Don't pray for the economy of the world and all that. Pray for their knee. Tell them in Jesus' name, amen. Have a blessed day. And turn around and go back inside. Glory to God. Be specific. Be willing. And be bold. Glory to God. My, my, that might make a day of prayer there, wouldn't it? Amen. Well, Brother Bob, what if I pray, you know, and, and 
uh, decide to yank them out of that wheelchair and they fall flat on their face. What then? What did I just say? Don't do that. Right? I did not say yank them out of that wheelchair, etc. I said pray. And if they said they want you to pray for their healing, do so. But in this day, especially in this day and time in which we live today, so many numerous lawsuits for frivolous reasons, I would not be yanking anybody out of a wheelchair or off a cart or whatever. Not unless I was, I would have had to be strongly encouraged to do so by the Holy Spirit. Right? Well, Brother Bob, how will I know if I'm strongly encouraged or not? Well, if first, if you had to ask, you're not. All right? Just because you're thinking about it does not mean that's the Holy Spirit telling you to do it. We've been talking this. Oh, we've been talking about this almost the entire week now, folks. Staying in a constant state of prayer with God about all the small things, right? And when you start hearing God's voice in the small things, you will be absolutely certain when you hear from God in the big things. And yanking someone off their wheelchair out in the middle of a Walmart parking lot and telling them to walk in the name of Jesus. That had, you had better know God's voice because the devil would like nothing better than to embarrass you right there and get you into trouble, get a lawsuit against you, and then you just shut down. You're not going to pray anymore, anywhere, anytime. Boom, you're done with it. Now the devil has succeeded in hindering God's plan in your life. That's why I say, walk up, ask. Can I, you know, the Holy Spirit sent me over here to, to ask if there's something I can pray with you about. Yeah, you know, my car was wrecked the other day, and I, I have to ride the bus everywhere. It's hard for me to get back and forth to work. I need a new car. Let's pray God gives you a new car. Ba -ba 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 -boom. Amen. I hope God bless her. I, I believe God's going to bless you with this new car. Have a good day. Off you go. Don't talk about his kids or his wife or any of the other stuff. He wanted to know about a car. You pray about the car. Amen. See ya. All right. I'm going to leave it right there for today. Glory to God. Like I said, I could, I, mm, I could go on. You know, Brother Bob, I could talk an hour and 15 minutes just about the clouds. All right. So, amen. Do me a favor. Go down below. Leave a comment. If you do, can you do me a favor? Go over to iTunes. Look up Prayer 2021. You'll see a little icon there, the Bible with our Prayer 2021 on it. And just leave us a rating and review over on iTunes. All this helps us to grow so we can get the word out into all the earth. Amen. And be sure to visit our website over at podcastsforchrist.com. Download the free, free resource we have right there on the front page, How to Start a Christian Podcast. It's free. It'll bless you immensely if you have or are thinking of starting a podcast of your own. Till next time, this is Pastor Bob Tibble reminding you from 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 17 in the Living Bible. It's our theme scripture for the day. Always. Keep on praying. Be blessed in all that you do. Amen.